Father, we want to thank you this morning. Thank you so much for your faithfulness, O oh Lord. I appreciate you for the time that we, the privilege to be in your presence this morning. Lord, thank you for taking over your church. Thank you. Lord, we ask that you be glorified this morning. In the name of Jesus. Let your name alone be praised. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to read uh, Isaiah chapter 60, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Amen. I know we read from uh, Pastor Letters in, in reading it from KJV, but I want to read from Amplified because it kind of gives us uh, a picture of what the Lord was just trying to say to us uh, with this. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1, it says, Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall rise upon you, O Jerusalem, and his glory shall be seen on you. Verse 3, and nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. That's our supporting text. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. Are we there? Okay, um, let's read Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt shall thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shalt be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto, and it shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And the Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. Verse 10. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and, die, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. I didn't hear an amen. And in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Verse 12, And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, 
the heaven to give rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord thy God, which I commanded this day to observe and to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded this day to be to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. The Lord bless the reading of the of His word in the name of Jesus. So this morning, uh, the title of my message is "Rising to a New Dimension." Uh, but if you want to personalize personalize it, you say. I will arise. Bible says, Arise and shine. For thy light come. Arise out of thy depression. Arise out of uh, the state of confusion. Arise out of the state of uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, life is not fair. Uh, things are not working the way things should work. Uh, my life should be, by now, my life should be better than what it is. God is saying, arise out of all that because that is not the end for you. Amen? That is not, say, that is not the end for me. God has something beautiful ahead of me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, say here, redemption has conferred on you the ability to rise above every situation and circumstance. God expects us to be the head and not the tail. That's what we just read. He said, we are the head and not the tail. Say, I am the head. I am not the tail. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, verse 24, it says, Righteousness exalts a nation. But what happens to sin? Sin brings a nation down. So, because you have the righteousness of Jesus, I have the righteousness of Jesus, we are to be exalted. And what does it mean to be exalted? It means to be lifted. It means to be lifted. Hallelujah. That's why you can't go around with your head dropped. I know some of us, we are already thinking of 2019, but there's still so much more God is going to do even in the remaining days of this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the enemy is a specialist in putting us down, in putting barriers in our way so that we don't break through and get to where God wants us to get to. But God is also an expert in making sure that those barriers are removed so that he can do what he wants to do in our lives. Are you with me this morning? We need to believe God. We need to believe the word of God. We just personalized the scripture this morning. And I like the way that was done. Because sometimes we just read it and we think, oh, it's just one storybook. The Bible is not a storybook. The Bible is not a, a, something you read to make you feel good. No, no, no. The Bible is the word of God that came out of the mouth of God. And when we believe the word of God, guess what's going to happen? We will see a manifestation of it in our lives. Because, you see, it's so easy for us to believe the doctor's report. You go to the doctor now. I mean, thank God for doctors. They are professionals in their own, you know, doing their best. But, you know, their decision or whatever they say, diagnosis is not the ultimate. But we believe it. How many people have been misdiagnosed? So many people. Maybe millions of people have been misdiagnosed. There are people who have been, you know, there was a story I was reading recently of, of somebody who was misdiagnosed. And for years, this person was put on, on medication. I think for like 13 years. Only for them to discover that it was actually, it was somebody else's report that they gave to her at the hospital. So this person has been taking treatment for something that was not even wrong with, had nothing to do. It took them how many years to find out? 
That was the wrong result they gave to this person. But the, the person believed it. How can we believe the word of God the way we believe? When the economists come out now and say, oh, there's going to be a recession because Canada lost, uh, you know, 10,000 jobs in, 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 in October, everybody begins to shake. Why do we believe human reports from people like you and I and then we don't believe the report of God? It is time to believe the report of God so that God can do what he wants to do in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 5, says, Jesus Christ, what he did, he took, he went to the cross, broke every barrier, every handwriting against us, everything that was said to stop us, he took him out of the way. If we don't believe it, it's like we're just making what Jesus went through to be in vain. We're waiting here to be in vain. How do you feel? For me as a parent, sometimes when I tell my children to do things that I know is going to be to their benefit and they don't do it, I feel like, what is wrong with you? That is how God feels with some of us sometimes. I have taken care of everything. Just do it. Walk into this. Hallelujah. No matter how long you'll be stuck, the power of God is able to send you loose. He's able to set you loose. Bible says it's not by power, Zechariah 4 verse 6. It's not by power, it is not by might, it is by the Spirit of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying this morning, it is time for you to rise. You cannot be in that depressive state forever. You have to rise up and embrace the thing that God has prepared for you. We have to get up and begin to possess our possessions. Hallelujah. So when you say I will rise, it's a statement of intent and conviction. You are convicted that no, I'm rising. I'm not going to be in this terrible state anymore. There must be a shift. There must be a change. God said you'll be the head and not the tail. I've said to you, be abundant only. There is no place for you at the bottom. Hallelujah. Jesus has taken us to the top already. We are there. The Bible says we are seated with him in the heavenly places. Far above all principalities and powers. We are there. And that is why, you know, the enemy cannot come in my dream now and harass me. In fact, there are some dreams I dream, I, don't, I just ignore the devil. I have some dream, you know. You know, some, 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 I'm not dream, they're just like nightmares. And, you know, they are, they used to be like frequently before, but not, not anymore. But anytime I have, you know, dreams that I know does not line up with the word of God, whatever, I, I just ignore it. I, I don't wake up and say, ah, my band is like, mm, I'm not banding anything. I know who I am in Christ. I know my place in God. There are things the devil dare not bring my way because I know my place in God. Are you with me this morning? You need to know your place in God. You need to know your identity in God. So that the devil doesn't mess you up. Hallelujah. A lot of us, we dignify the devil with so much attention. We, you know, we even say he's powerful. He's not powerful. His power has been taken. He has no authority over you as a child of God. He has no authority over you. You stand your ground. The Bible says, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and the devil will flee from you. He has no power over you anymore. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. And I'll read that. You, you're far above. And when you are far above, you are far above. We had a series of Bible study on this far above 
you know, I think we did about five Bible study. Um, we did a series on it. Kind of broke it down. You know, turn it off. Ephesians chapter 1, let's read verse 19. Listen to what I say, you're fire. You know, there are things that you are running for that they should be running from you. You know? They should be the one running, not you running. Oh, oh they've come again. <laughs> you see everything from, from lizard to squirrel and, and rabbit. And you say, oh, they've come again. Ah, they came all the way. No, come, where? No way. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 verse 19 to 23 here says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards world who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And had put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Filleth all in all. Far above principality and power. Far above. You are far above. And if you are far above, you are far above. Have you ever heard far above? And it, it didn't say you are below under. It said you are far so let no devil try to mess you up. You tell him, no, I know who I am in Christ. I know my position in Christ. I know my identity in Christ. You can't touch me. Hallelujah. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. He said, and for let no man trouble you, for I bear upon my body the mark of Jesus. I have the mark of Jesus on me. Let no man trouble me. My children have the mark of Jesus on them. Anyone, God said, anyone who trouble you, I will trouble them. I will trouble them. God says, you know what? Your life is hid with Christ in God. So anyone who wants to deal with you, they have to deal with God first and get Christ out. And deal with Jesus Christ and then get you out. And it's impossible. They cannot even deal with Christ. Not to talk of dealing with God, the Father. For your life is hid with Christ in God. If anybody threatens you, they've just taken their own death sentence. Are you with me this morning? Don't do gentle with the devil. Don't play games with the devil. You are not on the same level. No. Hallelujah. Jesus gave us the power to boldly go to the throne of grace. He made us to sit in the heavenly places with him. The devil cannot. The Bible says, and the devil fought in heaven. And he was cast down because there was no place found for him in heaven. So he's down here. You are there with Jesus Christ in the heavenly places. You are seated with Jesus. The devil is down here. So what authority does he have over you? No, he has nothing. He said, and the devil came. And he said, he found nothing in Jesus. There was nothing he could point to. And the same way, every time you show up, he does not see you, see the righteousness of Jesus in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus, 
has taken me to the top. And that is where I am. I'm seated in the heavenly places, far above all principality, all power, all dominion, and everything that is named. I'm seated above poverty. I am seated above lack. I am seated above sickness. In the name of Jesus, I'm seated above depression. It is not your portion. Don't embrace it and say, in my, my grave. No. No. Jesus paid the price for everything. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So quickly, let's go forward. Even when we fall short, all we have to do is to humble ourselves by acknowledging what he did for us and ask for forgiveness for our own sins. And that's what he exhorts us. Don't allow the devil to look down on you. What devil? No. No. You are above him. And that is why he's playing tricks to make us feel like, oh, we, we, are, we are below him. No, he can control. No, 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 no. No. That's why we are not moved by what we see. We are not moved by what is going on around. We are moved by the word of God only. Hallelujah. I see you rising. In every area of your life. They say when a man is lifted, everything about that man is lifted also. As the Lord said, you are lifting. He's lifting you up. Everything around you, your finances, your marriage, everything around you is getting lifted. Your career, your business, everything is getting lifted as well. In the mighty name of Jesus. That will be your story for the remaining part of this year and for the rest of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Jesus doesn't just take us to a better and a higher place in life. He makes us to sit with him in heavenly places. There is nothing higher than being side by side with the Lord. Nothing is higher than that. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Let's read that. Ephesians 2 verse 6 said, And hath raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Seated. You are not standing. You are seated with him. Seated with him. When Jesus Christ was here, was he sick? Did you read in the Bible and Jesus was taken to emergency? He was not sick. Did you read that he was depressed? Oh, and he was so depressed that Peter and, and, and John, you know, and they had to go and just encourage him, you know. They gave him soup to eat so that he can get off his depression. There was nothing like that in the Bible. I don't know, maybe you have that in your own Bible. But the whole Bible I'm reading, there is nothing like that. Hallelujah. You need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Because I always tell people something, you know, when you feel like you are bottom, like you are really, really on the bottom, at the bottom, the place to go is up. Can't get back, can't get worse than that, is to go up. Hallelujah. You are going up in the mighty name of Jesus. Your rising is mandated by three significant things. Number one, by redemption. You are ordained to rise. By redemption. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians 3, verse 13. By redemption, you are ordained to rise. Galatians 3, 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is everywhere that hanged upon a tree. He went to the cross to redeem us. 
from stagnancy, to redeem us from sickness, to redeem us from diseases, to redeem us from lack. Everything negative that you can think of, he went to the cross to redeem us. So by redemption, you and I are ordained for rising. Number two, by the Abrahamic covenant. Let's go to Genesis chapter 18. By the Abrahamic covenant, we are ordained for rising. That is why the Bible says the part of the justice as a shining light shine brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. It's not the same. Constant changing. Continuous progress. Genesis chapter 18 verse 18. Let's see what the Lord said to Abraham here. Genesis 18, 18. And the Lord said, He says, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. God can, have you ever seen a nation, especially when, when you read the line of what God is saying here? Abraham being a nation, the covenant that God has with Abraham is that through Abraham, all nations of the earth shall be blessed. And we are a partaker of that. Galatians 3 verse 14. Let's read that quickly. 3 14. We're going back to Galatians. And I'll bring you back to Genesis again. We'll go to Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. The conclusion of that. Galatians 3 14. Let's see from verse 13. What Christ did. Redeeming us. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Being made a cause for us. For it is written. Cause is everyone that hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Can you see how by the Abrahamic covenant we are ordained for rising? By the Abrahamic covenant we are ordained for rising. Let's go to Genesis 22, verse 18. Are you opening the scriptures? All right. The Bible says the scripture that day we testify of him. But we read the scripture, they testify, they confirm what we're saying. So we're not just telling you stories. They're not fables. This is the word of God. Genesis 22, verse 18, quickly. Look at what God said. Let's read from verse 17. He said, That in blessing I will bless thee. And in multiply, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. God said, In thy seed, you are blessed, you are not cursed. No curse can work against your life. God, God said, You are blessed. Hallelujah. You are blessed. And number three, mandate for rising by the prophetic. We read in Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. He said, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He said, you are rising. He said, you are rising. Because he already commanded that you rise. And people are coming to your light. The Bible says, because of the blessing of God in Genesis chapter 26. Because of the blessing of God on Isaac, a whole nation envied him. 
A whole nation envied him. One man became the envy of an entire nation. Hallelujah. So let's quickly look at the areas of rise. Number one, your spiritual capacity. God wants you to rise. Colossians chapter 2. God, God wants you to rise in your spiritual capacity. And that is why we need to be serious about the word of God. Please, I'm begging you in the name of God. Spend time in the word of God. Your life rests in this. Spend time in the word. Labor in the word of God. Some of us, we are able to work 40, 60 hours a week if possible. Are we able to give the word of God a priority in our lives? If you go to, if you go to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, what did he say will bring success to Joshua? Meditating on the word of God. He didn't say, Joshua, spend 8 hours on the field and that shall be successful. He says, meditate day and night on the word of God. Let's give the word of God a priority in our life. Your, your spiritual capacity. God wants you to rise. Colossians chapter 2, verse 19 to 15. Hallelujah. Are we there? Colossians. It was not only written to the people of Col- Colos. written to us too. To those who believe. Colossians 2, 9 to 15, he says here. He said, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. In whom also ye are circumstanced with the circumcision made without hands. In putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, are ye quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, verse 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross and having spoiled principalities and power he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it he did but it caused you to rise with him while he was dealing with the devil hallelujah so spiritually you are not limited you want you to rise he's taking care of everything God is no respecter of person He's not a respected person. What he did for you, he can do for you. What he did for, you know, people that we read about, people that we follow, mentoring, you know, he can do the same for you. One of my mentors, I remember some years, you know, many years ago now, God used him to, to you know, to do something and, and everybody was, all over the world was talking about it. Like, oh, wow, this is the, this is the best. One of his protege, this coming, this weekend, Saturday, is dedicating a building that is twice the size of what, what his mentor did. God is no respecter of person. Are you with me this morning? Whatever you believe in God for, God is able to do for you. Number, number two area of rising are your health. Your health. Your health. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Let's read First Peter 2 24. Your health. 
your health. And I want to say this, and, and I'm, I say this with, with all boldness in the Holy Ghost and the power of God, that a child of God is not ordained for, this, for the hospital. The enemy wastes resources, wastes our resources through sickness and diseases. Hallelujah. You don't have to, you're not, you're not supposed to take medication before you can sleep. The Bible says, give is a real of sleep. Sleep should come. Where you want to sleep? Say, I want to sleep. Sleep. Come. And you sleep. I'm telling you. There are things that we, you know, we've taken to be like the norm, the normal thing, the way we run our No. It shouldn't be like that. Hallelujah. It should not be like that. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Are we there? Alright. He said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. If you see ye were healed means you've been healed. Lord, hear me, hear me. You already healed. Receive the healing. Oh, Father, if only you can hear me. I will worship you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Religious prayer. Lord, thank you because by your stripe I was healed. I received my healing. That's the way to go. No, Lord, if it is your will, heal me. It is his will. You are healed. You were healed. So pray religious prayer. And people will go on, you know, hitting their head on the, on the wall, so to say. No, that doesn't move God. What moves God is the word of God. Hallelujah. Number three, your finances. Galatians 3, verse 13 to 14. Your finances are already taken care of. Your relationship was taken care of. Galatians 5, verse 6. I was reading this yesterday. Again, I was you know, going through Galatians 5, verse 6. Galatians 13, verse 15. Hallelujah. Number five, your career, your business, your ministry, whatever you are doing, say whatever you lay your hands upon shall prosper. Galatians 1, I mean Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. Whatever you lay your hands upon will prosper. And I found out also, area of rising battles. You know, five battles. Oh, yeah, enemy is coming. Uh, no. He's given us victory already. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19 to 21. Let me read that quickly. Hallelujah. Are we getting something out of this? All right. Isaiah 59, verse 19 to 21. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west. And his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. My spirit that is upon thee and my word which I put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth. Nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed seed said the Lord from henceforth and forever. God said, when the enemy come, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. 
God said, I will fight the battle. You don't have to fight. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's look at quickly divine principles for your rising. Number one, frame a picture of your future. Frame a picture of your future. Where are you going? Where do you see God taking you? Because if you don't frame the picture of where you are going, there is no guarantee that you will get there. Frame a picture of your future. Know what you want out of life. What do you really want out of life? Oh, Lord, bless me. How much of a blessing do you want? God is not a waster. He has invested in you and he expects an ROI. That's return on investment over your life. What do you want? He told Abraham, he said, can you count the stars in the, in the sky? You can count them. That's how your children will be. Number two, use the wilderness time to your advantage. There are times when everything is quiet. There are times when, you know, we like when there is there's so much activity, but there are times where uh, everything is quiet. Use it to your advantage. That's the time that you need to develop yourself, develop your capacity. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says Jesus Christ was led into the wilderness to be tested of the devil. You know, it, it was led there, and then he passed the test. Number three, principle, eliminate approval addiction. Some of us, we, 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 we like to be approved of people. You have to pray that God sets you free from that. King Saul lost the kingdom because he said he wanted to please the people. Forgetting that God was the one who made him king. God doesn't want you to, appre- you know, to be approval addicted. You know, of course, even what, what, what we're doing right now, if, if it was based on approval, oh, I won't be doing this. It took me seven years, eight years to get here, to finally say no. It doesn't matter, even if the whole world is against me, as long as God is pleased with me, I will go for what God says. And you need to do that too, to rise in life. Number four, be passionate about your future. David said in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 29, is there no cause? There's a reason. So if you're not passionate about your life, what's the purpose of rising? God is not a waster. You cannot be passionate about your life. Number five, don't settle for the better, go for the best. Egypt, it was okay for them. They, they had uh, cucumber and melon and but there's a land that was flowing with milk and honey. You can't stay where you are right now. There's a better place. No matter how blessed and beautiful it is. Joshua chapter 1 verse 2 to 3. Hallelujah. Life is a journey that only ends when you take your last breath. Number six principle for rising. Don't be judgmental. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit. It says here, it says, when you judge others, it opens up your life to major leaks. Let God be the judge. And that is one of, the, our, that's one of our this thing in, 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 in this ministry. We are not going to engage people. Even when people talk negative about us, we're not going to talk back. Whether publicly or privately, we're not going to do that. Even when we are provoked. Because it makes you to leak. It makes, it leaks the anointing. 
It stops you in your track. And we need to put that to our heart. Are you with me this morning? It's important. Matthew 7 verse 1 to 2 said, Don't judge so that you won't be judged. He said, Judging others will open the doors that you don't really want to open. Even when you speak the truth, let it be done in love. Amen. Number seven, learn the art of listening. We need to learn to listen. Because God will give you instruction for your rising. But if you are not listening, because some of, a lot of the time we listen to respond. We don't listen to understand. We listen to respond. Is, is that not what most of us do? We listen to, to respond. You know, somebody says something and you, the next thing on your brain, in your brain is, how am I going to respond to what this person is saying? But listen to understand first. Because sometimes there are instructions in what is being said. Ah, okay. So learn the art of listening. I know what I'm saying, why I'm saying that. Proverbs 4 verse 20. And lastly, be generous. Be generous. You know what? When you're generous, you can't, you can't remain the same. God will lift you up. Because that's the nature of God. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Listen. Number eight, be generous. Rising is not just for you, it's also for others. Generosity opens the door to impact and influence. Let the generosity of Christ flow through you. Whatever you give, come back multiplied. Your seed does not die. And God does not forget seed sown. When you sow the seed, God does not forget. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we talk to the Lord this morning? As we get our communion ready, please. We're going to take communion just to... We're going to pray some prayer as well. A few minutes that we have here. I want us to talk to the Lord this morning. All the things that I said by the Spirit of the Lord. The first thing I want us to do this morning is to uh, I want to say to you that the unsaved is granted. Only those who are saved are safe to rise above the power of darkness. When you are not saved, you become a prey to the enemy. Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked. We God said that we hear from heaven. He said, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. I want us to pray that prayer. We'll come before the Lord this morning and ask him. Lord, there is anything in me that the enemy can use against me. I ask this morning in the name of Jesus, I bring myself before you. I ask for your mercy. Have mercy on me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Receive your forgiveness this morning. By the blood of the Lamb. I want you to talk to the Lord. Say thank you for the finished work of Christ. I receive all the redemption has made available for me. I receive all the redemption has made available to, for me. 
Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord this morning. Father, Lord, thank you for the finished work of Christ. I receive all that redemption has made available for me. In any way, the anointing of God has been leaking away in my life. Lord, seal it up with your blood today. Lord, help me to walk in love always. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord whatever there is in my life that has put me in a place of ridicule. Lord, take it away now. Whatever is in my life that has put me in a place of ridicule. The Bible says, Matthew 15, 13, says, Whatsoever God has not planted shall be uprooted. Lord, take it away from my life now. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord, that Lord, as I partake of this communion today, I renew my covenant with you for the restoration of all my redemption rights and privileges. For the restoration of my health. For the restoration of my destiny. Restoration of my dignity. Restoration of my advancing, my lifting, my promotion. In the name of Jesus. As I partake of this communion today, let things begin to shift in my favor. Let everything begin to shift in my favor. Let everything begin to shift in my favor. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we prepared to take the communion this morning?